The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Oh, welcome, 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 moms. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we do encourage moms. I I, want to remind you of how important you are as you're raising up that next generation, and dads too. But this is, you know, a show for moms. All right, let's be honest when we answer this question I'm about to ask. Have you ever had regrets about your parenting? Maybe things you wish you would have taught your kids or ways you wish you would have disciplined them more. Or, you know, if you're in the mix right now, you have regrets on a daily basis, even though regret is pointless. Well, today I'm going to do something a little bit risky. I'm going to tell you about the mistakes I think I have made in my parenting so that you can avoid making the same mistakes. As I offer up my big reveal on parenting mistakes, our counselor for moms, Jamie, will weigh in and talk about those mistakes that are easy to make and lessons that are easy to overlook. So I hope that my brutal honesty today is going to help you. So stick around for the rest of Channel Mom. Are you a mom feeling overwhelmed? Let me tell you about a homeschooling mom from Montana. Tessa felt paralyzed until she discovered a drink called Happy Juice, a combination of three products, one for gut brain health, one for metabolism and mood, and a final powerhouse ingredient to increase productivity. With Happy Juice, Tessa's life went from paralysis to productive. Clinical studies report a 50% decrease in depression with Happy Juice. Learn more by texting HAPPY to 720-784-LOVE. That's 720-784-LOVE. The abortion rate continues to increase in Colorado, but there is still hope. For 40 years, the compassionate care team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice. Alternatives lets them know they're not alone. Through advocacy, resources, and mentoring, Alternatives Pregnancy Center moves people from a place of suffering to thriving. You can be part of the solution by giving just $10 to provide life-saving medical and counseling services. Give today at youhavealternatives.org slash donate. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back, moms and everybody else listening today. My mom market shout out to the moms across the country. So grateful that you guys tune in and, and other folks as well in these markets in Salem, Oregon, also Oklahoma, Omaha, and Lincoln, Nebraska. Little Rock, Arkansas, Springfield, Illinois, Colorado Springs, Idaho, Montana. I think we've got some folks in Kansas as well. And also Denver. Welcome to our longtime Denver listeners. So grateful for you. And welcome to our podcast listeners. Our podcast listenership has gone up. I'm grateful for that. Please tell other folks that they can find us on podcast. I've got to believe a lot of moms need the encouragement that our guests bring, that I try to bring, and I would love to be a blessing to moms. So please tell them they can find us on all of the places that you find podcasts, Spotify, Audible, I think, which is now Amazon Music, maybe Apple, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And uh, remember, uh, how about that happy juice? 
<laughs> I have a friend who absolutely swears by it. She really str- struggled with depression and suicidal thoughts, etc., and um, began taking the happy juice, and things changed for her. I also take some of their other products, um, including a digestive enzyme, and I did a cleanse with them that I really liked. It was very helpful. I felt fantastic after it. So call them at 720-784-LOVE and text the word HAPPY. I guess you're not really calling them. You're just dialing this number. 720-784-LOVE and text the word HAPPY to find out more about their happy juice. Okay, also... Our friends at You Have Alternatives, they have given me a little announcement for all of you. Come one, come all to what they're calling the greatest summer carnival of all. Alternatives Pregnancy Center is inviting you to join them to celebrate life and put the fun in fundraising with the whole family. Adults and children children alike will enjoy games, music, concessions, snacks, and lunch at one of four tasty food trucks. All for one low ticket price of just 20 bucks to help them raise some money. The event location is Centennial Center Park off of Arapahoe Road and Pot- Potomac Streets. I almost said that word in the wrong way. That's in Centennial. And if you're wondering when it is, I've saved that till again. June 10th. June 10th at 11 a.m. and it ends at 3 p.m. Go to youhavealternatives.org backslash events. Youhavealternatives.org backslash events events and you can bid on one of their silent auction auction items and purchase tickets there as well. Okay. Um, well, what else do I want to tell you? Uh, do remember that we do Monday Mom Prayer. We pray for you uh, live on Facebook on Mondays. I'd love to have you tune into that uh, at Channel Mom on Facebook. And we've got our prison ministry kicking up again. If you ever want to be a volunteer, just go to ChannelMom.org and you can help us, uh, you know, counsel those mamas in prison back to parenting their kids well from a healthy place. All right, here we go. I'm going to reveal some mistakes that I think I have made as a parent, but I'm doing it for you. I, I was thinking about it the other day and I thought, you know, I think, I think the thing that prompted it, and I promise we're about to get to Jamie, but the thing that prompted it, prompted it is that my daughter is like an expert at Mother's Day. So she wakes me up and she had a mimosa sitting outside of my door. I literally, I drank a mimosa and then went to church. I'm not sure if that's okay, but I did. I drank the most. I went to church. She made me sweet rolls. She gave me a foot soak. She did a pedicure for me. Then she did a manicure. She gave me a facial. She gave me gifts throughout the day. Oh my goodness. I mean, I felt so loved by my daughter. My son just watched the whole thing. <laughs> he loves me too, but um, she, she tries harder on Mother's Day. Anyway, I was going to brag about it on Facebook and I thought that's not going to help anybody. To me, brag about how fabulous I, I, you know, felt on Mother's Day because a lot of people struggle with Mother's Day. So I thought, you know what? You know what's better is for me to tell moms things that I've messed up as a mom. So maybe they can learn from me and you guys are not as far along down the road as me, perhaps. And, and you can learn from my mistakes and not make them. So that is why I invited Jamie, who is, of course, our channel mom counselor for moms and also a professional counselor, speaker, author, parenting coach and personality trainer and the mother of seven children. So she knows. Knows what she's doing. Welcome to Channel Mom, Jamie. <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. I don't know if I know what I'm doing or if I just have a lot of uh, trial by fire. <laughs> well, but that teaches us. That stuff That's teaches right. us. And so you've had seven trials by fire. So, so I think That's that right. you know more than a lot of us. All right. So I here's what I'm going to start with. I decided to ask my kids. <laughs> my kids, my, my children are Otis, who's 24, and Georgia Grace, who is uh, 20. And so I went to them kind of 
in the night, which was probably the wrong time to ask them. They were kind of <laughs> punchy. And so I said, all right, I'm going to go ask them what mistakes they think I made as a mom. And here's what they said. Georgia, as my daughter, can you name any parenting mistakes that I've made? I think you and I are too close sometimes. And so that results in maybe it's my mistake, but I just don't take like actual parenting well enough from you because we're so close that it, sometimes it feels like it's just my friend reprimanding me instead of my mom. So I'm too much of a bestie. Yeah, you're too good of a mom. That's your mistake. <laughs> Otis, Georgia, stop Whoa. crying. As my son, can you name any parenting mistakes that I have made? Uh, number one would be allowing Georgia to answer the question by being like, oh my gosh, we're so close as mother and daughter that like, that's your biggest mistake. Feels superficial, to be completely honest with you. Um, <laughs> second of all, Georgia, Georgia kind of coached me up here to say that, like, yeah, maybe you should have been a little tougher on me in my pride department, because <laughs> um, apparently that could be construed as an issue. So <laughs> I guess maybe you should have like made me feel like I shouldn't be. As full of myself as I... Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. That's what they brought. That is what they brought. I say you were really brave to open that up. I don't know if I could do that with seven of them. It feels kind of like a firing squad. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. I, they did not say, oh, let me get a list. Let me tell you all the horrible yeah. things you did as a parent. However, they also knew this was going on the radio, so I think they were pretty kind. Um, yeah. it, it is true. George is right. I, I, I have. She kind of came out of the womb as like a 72-year-old woman. <laughs> I mean, she's just <laughs> super mature. And so I was sort of treating her like my friend from the time she was like four years old and 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 uh, you know a lot of child psychologists etc would say that's not a good idea um but but I do have a very close relationship with her and I'm very grateful for that and then with Otis it's true I I he did make fun of his sister for being so nice to me in her comment but then he admitted that that he struggles with humility and and part of it is I think I over emphasized all the things that he did well you know, academically he excelled and he ex excelled in athletics. But this is the first thing I'm going to admit to you, Jamie. I think, and I think a lot of moms maybe struggle with this, is that we can play, we can place the achievements of our children over their character. And we can, you know, we can say, well, my child's doing this, and my child won this award, and my child's student of the month, and my child's valedictorian, or whatever it is, right? And, right. and we can forget about like, oh, but is my child kind? And does my child think of others? And does my, is my child generous? Do they forgive? I mean, and I thought, oh, did, did I just constantly say, oh, my goodness, you're so good at everything. Let me come to your award ceremony and honor you, but not, you know, teach you humility and teach you grace and teach you kindness. So that is something that as I look back, I think oh, I should have paired the praise with with some work on character traits. What do you think? You know, I think that's something a lot of parents struggle with. And first of all, I appreciate your transparency and your honesty. And I want to normalize for you. I think as moms, we all look back on things we wish we'd done differently. And I think because so many of us growing up were performance-based, it's easy for us to turn around and then get caught up in that with our kids. I think we also get caught up in it when we're people-pleasers. 
And maybe, you know, early on in life you received recognition and then all of a sudden you're raising children and then they get recognition. It's kind of like you're receiving it vicariously through them. Yeah, and so yeah. it can really be hard to not engage in that as a parent. And I remember one of my uh, professors in the psychology department had a little girl and she said she never commented her on her beauty. She only commented her on her character. Oh, interesting. My dad isn't actually that, isn't that something. Yeah, my did, my dad sort of did that. He did not say yeah. you look pretty. Um, and I used to make me sad and mad because I thought, doesn't my daddy think I look pretty? But I think he wanted me to be focusing more on you know character issues, um, right. or he wanted to focus on. So go ahead. And that is important. I think, you know, I've tried, though I have not taken it as stringent as she did, to make a point of when you talk about something that is, say, a physical attribute or an achievement, or when you hear somebody else recognize their achievement, how can you pigtail on that being maybe an issue of their heart? You know what? He does work really hard. Or, you know what? He does have a really kind heart. Or, he is cute. He has a super sweetheart, though. You know, yeah. somehow relating it to what is the deeper thing of value. Yeah. Well, and that we can notice the other, but what we really want them to value is, you know, who did God create me as as a person? What heart did he give me? Yeah, and I did come up with a tip when I, when I discovered that I was maybe focusing too much on my kids' achievements. I would, I would follow it up with, so if they came home and, and got an award or whatever, um, I would follow it up with, but who gave you that gift? Um, it, and, you know, if they did really well on a test or, you know, they did well in an athletic event, I would say, but, but why are you, you know, so good at that? And, and why did you get the, the A? You know what I'm saying? So I would remind right. them that their gifts came from God. And, and I, and, you know, that was something that I tried to do. Um, I, I'm trying to go through a list of things that I want other moms to be able to build on. And, and that's the thing. What I'm doing here today is saying as a mom of older children, I want to speak my mistakes out loud so that other moms can, can look at their 10-year-old and their 6-year-old and say, oh, I, I don't want to do that. She's right. right. Let, let me, let me, you know, move beyond that and, and, and do better, <laughs> do better. Right. And, 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 right. and that's really what I want. So that's why I'm willing to, to sort of, um, admit those things. And, and I want to compliment you because you're right. When we are quick to point out our kids' achievements and praise our kids, I'm realizing I don't have a sock on my mic, and so I'm popping my mic, so I'm going to put a sock on my mic right now. Um, there we go. Uh, <laughs> I won't pop as much now. But, but sometimes or often it's because we want praise. So, so I, I'm not even going to tell you one of the titles that my son got. And I thought, I need to tell everybody because then I'm going to get praise. And so we have to say, am I doing this for my child or am I doing this for my own pride? So, so I love that, that you brought that up. All right, let me move on to a couple of other quick things, and you can talk about those. And then I know you have you always have an, a, an acronym or th- you know, three or four tips, and I know you want to get to those for the moms today. The, the next thing I want to say is that when my son came home from college and now he's in law school, and, 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 and that's mother pride right there, um, he will come home and he'll, he'll de- say and do things that I think, oh, I have not trained you to be a good spouse, because as a, for instance, I, I have not trained him to help enough around the house. Now, he is being better this summer because I kind of laid down the law. But, but cleaning and, and cooking and, and taking out the trash, just kind of of his own volition, I think you need to do this stuff as a husband. And I'm concerned that I have not trained him well enough to be a good husband. Right. <laughs> that is a very real fear. And I, I totally understand raising six boys that occurs to me a lot. Like, am I doing the work I need to do to prepare them 
to be a good spouse, to be a good dad, to be a good provider. You know, even just if they just have roommates, if they choose not to get married, you know, how are we preparing them to share their space, to be, you know, walk alongside others in life, whether it's compassion and caring or acts of service? How are we preparing them for that? And, you know, one of the things that I think is really important is that we think about ways that we start this young. We started really young. And I have to tell you, from the time our kids were little, they were helping with laundry and cleaning. And I thought, you know, I think, I think I'm on this. I think we're going to do okay in this area. And it was a surprise to me. You know, we've sent three off to college to have one of them return and say, hey, if you were doing something that maybe you should do different, would you want to know? And I thought, oh, man, that's a loaded question. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we still have several more we're raising, so do tell. And he said, well, we didn't really do enough dishes. And I was kind of taken back by that because I'm like, good grief. I was so focused on the laundry and the cleaning that I kind of did let them off the hook a little bit when it came to dishes. And truth be known, that really bothered his roommates. He said, I had roommates that would comment on, you don't ever, you know, care about doing your own dishes. Like you need to be faster to do your dishes. So you need to teach the rest of these kids to do their dishes. Oh, that's good. You know, my kids don't know how to load the dishwasher. Because right. I would just load it. I'm not kidding. Neither one of them knows how to load the dishwasher. So, right. so yeah, that's right. That's, that's a great point. So I think it's good for us because, you know, I guess this is another time in life where I'm thankful that I launch a few and then I still have some more that I can kind of work on my technique a little bit because, you know, we can focus on different things. And, and the importance of starting those things early. And the reason that I think this is important, Jenny, is because I think with my older three kids that already left home, I kind of thought that some of these things were things we could tackle when they were teenagers. Yeah. And that that there was time for that later. And for anybody parenting young children now, I want to encourage you, don't wait. Don't wait because the teenage years bring their own issues. And what you learn later in life is that you really have to be careful to pick your battles at that age. And you're working so much for connection and relating and other issues that you don't always feel like you can pop in, hey, we need to master the dishes. We need to figure out, you know, how you can help share the the workload of living in this space. And, you know, some of that you don't feel like can be your battle at that point. Because you have bigger battles on your plate, and you're talking about dating, and you're talking about friend issues and pressures with drugs around them or, you know, other things like that are going to take precedence. So start early. Start early on those things and make it a matter of heart. You know, maybe you approach your kids and you say, hey, you know what, we're getting close to summer here. I would like each of you to think of what family task you would like to be in charge of this summer. And maybe that's how you approach chores, is that you talk about why is this an issue? You know, someday you're going to be somebody's roommate. Someday you may even be somebody's husband or somebody's wife or, you know, whatever it may be. So it's important that even now we practice how to really carry a good load. So what are you willing to do this summer? And when they can help come up with that, you get a different level of buy-in and you're still teaching the lessons of the heart. Yeah, and I would say I think it's important to cast a vision like you just did because you say, well, but this is going to uh, impact your roommates someday. This is going to impact your future husband or wife someday. So, so to cast a vision for their f- future uh, and also to consider the heart. So, so I'm going to be brutally honest, and I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but, but when, <laughs> when my son would leave the house, I'd be like, don't have sex. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and, and I was really like, I gave both of my kids a, a whole long, you know, self-made curriculum on, on sexual purity and, on, and why we, why we focus on that and, and how it's important to their future spouse and things like that. But, but sometimes I think I got I offered up lessons. I offered up rules. I offered up discipline, but, but I forgot to t- look back at the part of the heart or the character of the heart that I was trying to train in them. So it's not just don't have sex. It's, it's why. And you know what I'm saying? And, and I know that's really like loud and graphic for people, but I'm just being honest about some of the things I did that I didn't necessarily have buy-in from them in the way that I wanted to because I didn't deal with the, the, the crux of it, which is what's going on in your heart. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, so I want to say, and then I want you to get to your, to your tips. First of all, I do want to admit this. We all are sinners and we all give birth to sinners. Or, or we adopt sinners, you know, we, we cannot be perfect parents, nor can we have perfect children. But but I do know that I made some mistakes and I, and I do want other moms to learn from my mistakes. And I think some of the things that I most regret now and, and again, regret doesn't really do us any good, but at least I can maybe pass on the lesson is 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 the character stuff where I had rules. I did. I, I would take my kids to, to serve others. I would. I would find a neighbor in need and we'd bake them bread and I'd make, I'd drag the kids with me so they'd see, you know, about serving your neighbors. I, I would go through an issue with a friend and I would, I would out loud talk about my need to forgive and then my kids would watch me go through forgiveness. So, so I taught s- some, some important lessons and some important character traits. But I, I wish now that I would have focused more on the heart. When it comes to things like, and then, then I want you to take off with the rest of this, when it comes to things like digital, I think, man, I, I wish I would have said more to them about this is why I want you to put that digital away. This is why I want you to stop looking at that screen, stop interacting on your phone with the gossip and, and all the other stuff and the bad videos and the stuff that's profane and right. And, and, and this is why I want you to go help that person down the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think so often we give them a discipline, we give them a rule, we give them a chore, but, but we don't necessarily look at the heart issue and like what we're trying to develop in their heart. And obviously to bring God into all all of it and and to always remind them of, of the love of God and the love of God that we're trying to share in our lives and the purposes of God in our lives obviously 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 that goes without saying that we need to bring that into our parenting okay so now I want I know you want to take off on the idea that I've been bearing my heart about some of the mistakes that I think I've made as a parent but but how you want moms to look at the mistakes they've made and how to move through the mistakes I've made to to, to, to not make them into parent. Right. You bet, Jenny. You know, I always love giving a simple way that we can remember. And so today I just have three rhyming words. And I think when we start feeling this, you know, oh, no, I don't know what to do. Or when we start feeling like, I don't know if I'm doing a good enough job or, oh, no, what if I haven't done a good enough job? I want to remind you to think of three simple words, pace, space, and grace. They all rhyme. Pace, space, and grace. And when you think about pace, I want you to remind yourself to start early in being intentional, just like we already talked about, being very purposeful in the things that we do, generating those conversations. You know, this transition for summer that's coming up is a great time to do this. You know, to sit down and talk about, you know, it, it honors God when we are part of serving and we are part of giving to others. How can we do that this summer? Let's think of some ways we can do that this summer. You know, one of the ways that we take care of ourselves and our mental health and the brain that God gave us is that we aren't on computers and electronics all the time. I wonder what kind of boundaries do we want with electronics this summer? Yeah. And start these conversations with them. You know, in our house, we have just a certain 
certain short time that you play, but it's at the end of the morning. So they have to play and do things all morning, and then when they hit 10.30, it's computer time. Up until 10.30, we don't even ask for electronics. You know, come up with ways that you can structure the conversations, but also generate their idea because then you get that buy-in and you also are planting those seeds for why do we do what we do yeah. we don't just play computer at ten thirty because it's finally handy we play it because it's good for us to do other things it's good for us to go outside and enjoy outdoors or to be creative and make things or to play with your siblings or you know whatever it is that is a great way to start some of these very discussions and, and to focus and, on the heart and i want you to get to space and grace because we only got about 60 seconds left for those two you, so bet. you bet space i think just recognizing our role is to model through our own behavior, to train, to disciple, to guide. But truly, it's up to God to change their heart. We can point them in the right direction. And then I think grace, we just need to realize this is, you know, we can only control ourselves. So be intentional and purposeful and more than anything, pray. Pray for your child's heart. And it's never too late for that, even when they're already out of the house. That's right. That's right. That that God will help them overcome any mistakes my husband or myself made. And I was harder on my son, by the way, in this show than I was on my precious daughter. That's right. <laughs> my son will say, great. Just like always, you, you pointed out my flaws and not hers. He's, I love my son. He's a, he's a fabulous young man. And so is my daughter is as well. And she makes mistakes too. I just didn't point them out in this show. Jamie, how do people find you? You bet. On Parenting with Personality, I have a Facebook group there. Also on Instagram, Parenting with Personality or ParentingWithPersonality.com. And in the group, Parenting with Personality on Facebook, I am going to post a list of books that relate to this very topic. Okay, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you for that wonderful help today, Jamie. And this is the time I thank you. Thank you for all you do as a mom. Even when you make mistakes, you are raising the next generation with sacrifice and grace and I just love you for it. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.